the better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is The Place for Miracles. Dad and I have an interesting topic today, demons. Some people, I think, shy away from that topic. I personally think anything in the realm of supernatural is completely fascinating. I guess we'll see by the end of this if you think so, too. <laughs> Comment. If you think it is interesting or not, let us know. It, I'd like to see what people think, actually, if they think like me or not. But a lot of people ask if that's something that is, is are they real? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Demons are Clearly. very real. Extremely I, real. I think that there's more going on around us, more things happening than we even realize sometimes. Well, uh, Jordan and I saw a cartoon once where there was a, a demon sitting on the shoulder of this cartoon character and there was an angel sitting on the other shoulder and both were whispering in the ear. And I thought to myself, that's a cartoon, but it may not be too far from what's really happening because there are angels and there are demons in this world. How did they come underneath the devil's authority? Well, if you remember back in the, the beginning of creation, uh, Satan, who was named Lucifer, tried to exalt himself or put himself above God. And God cast him out of heaven along with one-third of the angels. And they were cast out to this earth. And those former angels are now uh, dispossessed spirits. Uh, they are demonic spirits. And they are roaming the dry places and roaming here in the earth. And their specific assignment is to come after Christians as well as trying to keep non-Christians from giving their hearts to the Lord. And they are literally riding on the backs of Christians, doing everything they can to keep you and separate you from God. That's their assignment. They are dispossessed spirits, Jordan. And the only way they can show expression is to oppress and possess. So if they're, they're that negative voice constantly nagging constantly. you in your ear, telling you you can't do something, how do you get rid of them? How do you tell them to stop it? Well, there's only one way, and that's through the name of Jesus. If you remember on the last night of Jesus' earthly life, here on this earth, he said to his disciples that uh, you have not used my name. You've asked nothing in my name, asking you shall receive that your joy may be full. He gave us his name. And his name, the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4, is higher than any name named in heaven and earth. And that includes the devil and all of his former angels, now demonic spirits. We have the right to use the name of Jesus and to command the devil and his demonic forces to turn loose. And, and Jordan, it's not something that you just do one time. It's over and over and over and over and over. It's something that I do throughout the day, every day. Because Satan is always coming against me. He comes against our family. He comes against you girls. He comes against Lindsay. He comes against the body of Christ. He comes against this ministry. If you're doing something for God, Satan wants to destroy you and he sends his demonic angels, his demonic spirits to combat you. So you have to take authority over them in the name of Jesus and command them, rebuke them, command them to get out. What other ways might they show up in someone's life? Well, they might show up uh, in, in a form of jealousy. Uh, they might show up in the form of uh, hatred or bitterness or unforgiveness in, in, in the most unsuspecting ways that, that, that we don't even realize. Uh, anger, bitterness, hatred, uh, violence, all these things come from the devil. 
Are they coming at you or from you? They're coming at you. Okay. They're coming at you. Uh, no one was. No one is born with that in their hearts. The devil puts that in there. I, I remember once uh, watching a part of a murder trial, and uh, they, they, said, uh, they said to the, to the one who was accused, why did you do it? And he flippantly said, well, the devil made me do it. But there was truth in that. Truth in that. The devil is the one who comes before to steal and kill and destroy. And he will do anything he possibly can to commit, to get you to commit un speakable acts in every area of your life. That's, that's what the devil does, to steal, kill, to destroy. To, to actually, his real goal is to separate you from your faith. Because if he separates you from your faith, your believing system, then he's got you. How would he separate me? Just by attacking? Get, yes, to get you, to convince you not to believe God. Are these things that you can, you know, people have experiences with angels that some people have physically seen something. Are demons something that can physically manifest? Uh, I, I have been told by numerous people, especially some ministers who have seen demonic spirits. Hmm. Now, I've seen angels, but uh, to my knowledge, the best of my recollection, I don't ever remember seeing a demonic spirit, but I have felt their presence. I have felt them coming against me, and I have had to say, no devil, you take your hands off of me, you demonic forces. Take your hands off me, take your hands off my wife, take your hands off my family, take your hands off my health. Uh, when, when your mom went through uh, thyroid cancer, I took authority over that in the name of Jesus and commanded thyroid cancer to come out because sickness is from the devil. It's not from God. The de the, the God doesn't put sickness on people so he can send Jesus to bring healing. No, that's not, that, that may be somebody's wacky theology, but that's not the Bible. God is the author of salvation, of healing, of deliverance. It's the devil who comes with sickness and disease. So I took authority over that. Uh, Lindsay joined with me. You girls, you joined with me. We took authority over that thyroid cancer. It's been two years now, and there's not a trace of cancer in her body. Thank God we had the ability to use the name of Jesus and take authority over it. I know in some of our travels, especially in some underdeveloped nations, there have been people who have been possessed by demons, and, and it's pretty obvious even if you don't know much about anything, what's going on. But I don't really see a lot of that happening here. Well, it you? may be a little bit more subtle in the United States, but it still happens. It does happen in underdeveloped nations. I, I remember once uh, had a, a crusade in Cameroon in West Africa, a French-speaking nation, that's their national language, and there was a demon-possessed man who came to destroy the crusade. And we took authority over that, and that man actually gave his life to Christ. His whole life was turned around as a result of the fact that we rebuked that spirit, and he came forward and gave his heart to Christ. If someone were encountering something similar to that, what steps would they take knowing that well, that is real? The first step, let me tell you, when something evil is coming against you, you know it. You know it. You just... You know, you can feel that there's something wrong, something that's not of God. And the first step is to say, in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I command you, demonic forces, to depart. The Bible says, resist the devil, and in, inclined with that is, and his demonic forces, and he must flee. Devil, no, I rebuke you. I cast you out of this situation. And that's something, Jordan, that I do whenever I go to preach somewhere. I command the devil to take his hands off the congregation. I, 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 you say, you devil, you stop it in Jesus' name. It's maybe a stupid question, but if you're, if you're sending him away and he has to leave, 
is there an allotted amount of time until he's allowed to come back? Because if you're doing this daily, at some point the clock ticks and he says, hey, well, he's back. If you remember when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness by the devil, he came at him with the word of God. Jesus used the word of God on the devil and the Bible says that Satan left him for a season. Now, how long is a season? I don't know how long a season is. It seems to me like he comes back at me almost all the time. I'm constantly saying, devil, no. This morning, I was awakened early. I wake up early in the morning to pray. And, and I, was, I was walking around our home. Devil, no. I, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You must go. And I quoted the word of God on him. And I do it over and over and over. I want to wear him out. If I'm at home and I'm feeling like this is exactly what's going on, now I'm understanding there's a demonic presence or something coming to attack me, what would I say? How would I start this? Well, the first thing you do is you don't go and attack the person that the devil is using. Is the devil only using people? Well, he, he can only possess or oppress people. Okay. He doesn't, so, he doesn't come into things. He comes, he comes in and against people because people can be his instruments if they allow themselves to be. The first thing you do is you, you begin to pray. I pray in tongues. And then I pray back in my own understanding and God gives me understanding and ideas and insights and new and innovative ways of doing things. I've totally talked about that before on YouTube. But the most important thing is to say, devil, no, I bind you. Whatever you bind on earth, Jesus said, will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I bind you, devil, and I loose the angels of God to come to my rescue. And you find issue after issue in the Bible where the demonic spirits were driven out and the angels came in and ministered. So once the angels come in and the situation has cleared out, you really just sit back for a time until you have to fight them again? Well, That's seemingly the process. <laughs> I'm trying to understand the process well, it of seemed like how a, long is this season? It, oh, seems, like a, it seems like a constant I mean, battle. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be smart to let your guard down, but no. maybe you could sigh for a minute and take a hot breath. Well, a soldier on the battlefield would always have his weapon in his hand. And he would always have his, his shield. In, in Bible days, they had a shield and they had a spear. And, and they always had their spear and their shield. You always have the Word of God. You always have the name of Jesus. And you're always ready to pray. Doesn't mean you're praying all the time, but you're in a constant season of being prepared to pray. That's why I pray many times during the day. Some people say, well, I only pray just one time in the morning. Well, that doesn't work for me. I, I, I pray all throughout the day as well, all the way through when, I'm, I, when I go to bed at night. I'm praying in tongues and praying and asking the Lord for, for healing and deliverance even when I'm getting ready to go to sleep. If it's, you, it's constant. In this, if it were constantly coming against you, would it be wise to seek counsel of someone who has experience in this sure, area? Sure, sure. Uh, your pastor, a minister that you know, uh, someone who is deep in the Holy Spirit and, uh, and has an understanding of things of that nature and also has experience. And if you, if you write or contact me, I will always pray and I will always believe God. I receive uh, prayer requests every day from people all around the world. Richard, Richard, this, this demonic thing's coming against me and I pray and I believe God for them, for miracles in their lives. We hope that this has been helpful information, yep. interesting. Also, let us know if you think it's interesting or not, because again, I'm always curious to see what people think. It's, well, not, it, it's not freaky, it's very real. It, it kind of is a little freaky, but it is very real. Very, I think it can be both. Very real. It's very real, and it, it's still present today. It's not something that died out in the Bible. It's something Absolutely. that is definitely still around. But Jordan, the same old demons that came against Jesus 
are the same old demons that are coming against us today. There are no That's new right. demons. No other <laughs> angels have fallen. And remember, there are two-thirds of the angels that didn't fall. So you got two-thirds that are for us. More for us than against us. Well, that's what Elisha said. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at The Place for Miracles. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link for more information. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.